Welcome back, y'all, to episode 181 of the Zachary Wingate Podcast, where we go 365 days bringing you a podcast every single day. Nothing is off the table. The intention of this podcast is to master the short-form podcast, as well as informing, as well as entertaining. So sit back, relax, and listen, and enjoy the show. Imagine you take a trip to a Middle Eastern destination to observe ancient temples, relics of the past, a birth of the third largest religion in the world, Islam. You fancy a jaunt on the mountain to char some nar or go skiing and snowboarding. You decide to go to the newest, hottest destination or coldest destination in Saudi Arabia, which is Trojan in Neom, the ski resort within Saudi Arabia that has big dreams and high expectations. Today, within this episode, we will be getting into the ski resort, the ambitious ideas, and what the new Saudi Arabia could look like. So let's get into it. Crown Prince Muhammad bin Salama is making a name for himself once again. Um, a very ambitious ruler, better known as MBS. And within this podcast, I'll just call him MBS. MBS is spearheading a new project called Trojena, as well as the line. Multiple new cities that cost billions and trillions of dollars. Very ambitious. Today, we're going to be getting into a little bit about this ski resort. So, Saudi Arabia is building a ski resort literally in the middle of Saudi Arabia, a desert. It's about 26 meters above sea level, um, and it has some low temperatures, but it's really not known for snow and skiing. But the projected cost of this ski resort will be $500 billion. It'll be an all-inclusive Resort with skiing, wellness, that'll be tied to other projects like the line in other cities. And I'll get into that a little bit more within the podcast. The ski resort will be approximately 26 meters yeah, above sea level. It'll be completed by 2016, mind you. I don't even think the ground has been broken. And it's really going to be probably 33 times larger even the New York metropolitan area. So even thinking about how big New York is, they're going to try to make it bigger than that. This is really going to be quite a ski resort. And it's just really interesting whenever you look at into it and you kind of think about $500 billion. I mean, I look up the GDP of Saudi Arabia and it's, I say it like willingly, but it's only $800 billion a year. So they're going to be spending close to half their GDP in order to create this. So it really prompts a lot of questions as to why and what it's going to look like and can it be done? Um, so to put it really into context, when we focus on a few countries' GDPs, um, like if we look at... For example, Egypt. Egypt has about $361 billion in GDP. If I look at, you know, the United States, it's going to be roughly $20 trillion. Um, Canada is $1 trillion. Mexico is, I think, roughly around 
I'd have to double check that. But I mean, yeah, Mexico's GDP is one trillion in two thousand and twenty one. So good for Mexico. But kind of getting into those things, it's like you're looking at the cost of this, and it's really prompting a lot of a lot of interesting questions and remarks. The first one I came up with is how are they going to be able to kind of create this because they have already won a bid for, I didn't even know what this was, is the Asian 2020 or 2030 uh, Asian Winter Games. And they're going to have to be able to be ready and build it from there. Now, this location has sparked a lot of controversy, um, even so much so that three people have been executed for not leaving the land. So MBS had three men executed who didn't want to leave the land of Niram. Niram is going to be the city. Trajina is going to be in it as well. So kind of getting into an overall. So this this kind of goes into a new, a new almost futurist type kind of city. They're also going to build the line, which is roughly, it's it looks really trippy, like something out of a space age movie. I mean, what they're going to do is kind of build two walls that can house people. It's going to be about 500 um, meters above sea level, 200 meters wide and 170 kilometers. And if you can think about that in perspective, so 200 meters is roughly 656 feet wide. 500 meters is about 16 square 1600 feet and 170 kilometers is about 100 miles so that's how big it's going to be and it's going to house 9 million people it looks really trippy if you haven't seen it it's two walls built kind of on mirrors and there's a whole city living into it it's like very very space age kind of stuff and it's tied into a larger project of neom that's going to have it's going to have the city of um trajina Trojina, I'm sorry if I'm not pronouncing that right, the line in Oxagon. So within this geographical region, they're going to pour a lot of money into it in order to create a lot more tourism within Saudi Arabia. Um, and that's kind of the thought process of it, thought process. And they have projections that it could accumulate about $800 million in revenue. It could potentially add 10,000 jobs to the economy and really boost um, a lot of different aspects of it because a lot of Saudi Arabia relies a lot on oil. I mean, they do have a lot of tourist examples, one of them being Mecca, which you have about 2.5 million who pursue the halal to Mecca. That was around 2009. So that's probably the pilgrimage of it, which isn't substantial, but it's still a consistent amount of tourists. So maybe they could go skiing on their way to Mecca now or when they're in Saudi Arabia. So I do believe that you do have these kind of things being built in Saudi Arabia as a result of wanting to create a new appeal. Now, MBS has such a shady, I mean, the guy, like, he's just everywhere, you know, conservative. He kills journalists and he buys the most expensive painting in the world for $500 million on his yacht. That's $500 million. So... I mean, the guy is really kind of doing a lot. I mean, a lot of people are saying this cannot be done. I mean, if I look at this location on Google Earth, it is just a flat piece of dirt. And, you know, whenever you look at this kind of new Tro Trojina kind of resort, they're kind of making people are saying it looks like Rainbow Road from Mario. But it looks like something out of a sci-fi AI movie where they're building this kind of 
fashionable city and they're creating this kind of new way of life. And with the money being built, it's a feat that a lot of people think cannot be done. And, you know, a lot of experts are saying it would take 50 years to build something like the line. And, you know, MBS is saying they're going to get it done by 2026. And he's kind of equating it to the fact that the Egyptians were able to build the pyramids and saying that it could be speeded up as a result of this. But I mean, I mean, according to, but presumably it took what, 20 years to build the pyramids with potentially a hundred thousand men. So that's what some people are indicating. That's what I'm reading online right now. So, you know, they're saying that the line would take 50 years, but MBS is not having that. And it's really interesting because a lot of this work is outsourced to Europe. You have a guy named Phil Guller, who is the managing director of this whole project with development at Canon Wealthful Group. And he's posting a lot of stuff. I, I did a little LinkedIn dive on him and he's posting a lot of stuff about this resort having a ton of winter fall and snow. Because the big question is, how are they going to get snow into this location? And I read one article from a gentleman and I couldn't like really get the specific information, but all he determined was, I mean, that it gets, a, the coldest it gets there is 46 Fahrenheit. So who wants to go skiing in a 46 degree location with fake snow? I mean, I think it's really a dream that is not going to work out. I mean, when you ski in 46 degree temperatures, the ski, the snow melts and becomes ice in a lot of ways. And I think that what we have to understand about this region is it's really flat and there's not a lot of tourist attractions within Saudi Arabia, you know, potentially going to the beach, you know, going to Mecca, like I said, but nothing where it's like, oh, yes, let's go to Saudi Arabia because of X. And they really have to build it in order to create this type of environment. And I think they're really doing it because they want to become a more well-known country. I mean, they're obviously well-known, but known more for kind of creating these these environments as well as these experiences. So it also ties in this city that will be there called The Vault. The Vault will be within the line. There's a lot of different ways they're breaking out about it. And, you know, this isn't... The thing to understand about this is it's not a company building it. This is a... Saudi Arabian is obviously a minor monarchy. They have a king and they're building it. Like a monarchy is building this type of environment and they are designing it. And it's something that is like at the top of the list. And so much so, like I was saying, that three people did not want to leave the location whenever it's being built. And as a result of it, they were assassinated. Because if you question anything in the um, within the Saudi Arabian royal family, it is grounds for jail time or assassination. So it's so much so that you're getting involved that it's at the risk of the people. So if you go to look online, they do have a, a click like invest in the location. So if people want to put money and start investing in it, they can, um, which is really kind of strange. You know, you think that, but like I said, you know, at $500 billion and your GDP is $800 billion, it's really going to be interesting to see what comes up of it. Yeah, another thing, an interesting thing about it is this is all coming out of the Saudi Arabian Investment Fund. I mean, the first stages of it alone cost three, $320 billion. And whenever the line is in full swing, you know, they say it'll take 20 minutes to get through it. But it's like, let's look at this. So the Saudi Arabia in themselves are not going to be building it. They're outsourcing a lot of it to European countries and having them come in and design it. And they're relying heavily 
on AI-generated software to help them build it and understand it. So that's what makes this process really interesting to see if they can interface well enough with AI to design the facility, potentially cut down on cost, and have for a longevity. I mean, when you think about this, you know, there's already satellite images showing that that they've been kind of building the groundwork for it. There's about 200 backhoes and bulldozers building the line as we speak, you know, cutting through the dirt, and they release some footage. And so this is all simultaneously going on. Now, my question, too, is for safety. I mean, you're going to be in this country. Like, the thing about Saudi Arabia is they're going to have a full monitoring. They're going to have 24-7 monitoring of whenever you're in the line. Now, would you feel comfortable living in one of the biggest facilities in the world that was built in five years where it's facing one another with 9 million people where you can travel in 20 minutes back and forth and you're having the Saudi Arabian government monitor you at every moment, everything you're doing. I mean, to me, that doesn't really say, oh man, this is a great place to live. For me, it kind of looks like a modern prison of sorts. It's like, you know, the thing is, is like, why would people want to live in an environment like that? You know, I think what it is too, is it's almost like the space stage approach when we're getting away from what we need as humans, which is to be out in the sun, touching the soil. I mean, people could say, you know, you live in New York, whatever, but this is a whole different way of living. And it is such a big investment to determine if people will live there. You know, is it going to be an international thing? Like they're trying to say it's going to be the business center of the world. So a little bit of a nostalgic edge tied in with these multiple different cities and locations and what they're going to have to offer, such as skiing, and things like that. And what's happening is Saudi Arabia is investing a lot of money in this. And if it doesn't go well for them, you know, like I said, 500 billion with their funds and GDP being around 800 billion. I mean, it's not significant. I'm sure they have a lot more money saved up, but it could have a lot of long-term economic issues for Saudi Arabia for a country that's done really, really well. But you can tell they're getting to a point probably with the change of a lot of talk of energy when they're they're trying to figure out how to diversify it and bring in more tourism in order to generate revenue. So I think that's kind of where they're at and they want to do it in a way that looks new, space age, something very sleek. And if it goes well and it's successful and it is something that really changes the way we live, it could potentially change a lot of things and understand more about how maybe we would build sites and facilities on Mars like the line. So that's one thing to really keep in mind. So that's all I have today. I was all over with this one because it was so much information. But thank you guys for listening and we will get back to you tomorrow.